welcome to the third episode of Holy Half Hour, the podcast which isn't holy. It's not half an hour, but it is a fun discussion show about God, faith, everything else. And we've also got some silly games thrown in for good measure. Uh, as always, my good friend and co-host, Kieran House, is with me today. How are you, Kieran? Hello, Michael. I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm excited to be recording again with you today. Likewise. Good. Well, today we have the same kind of thing as normal. We're going to get to know each other a little bit. We've each prepared a silly game for the other, which I'm really excited about playing. And uh, yeah, then we're going to have a semi-serious discussion, which we haven't prepared. I'm going to ask Kieran a question, and he's just going to uh, riff on that question. And then we'll finish with something encouraging, something that has uh, encouraged us or something that's entertained us, and we'll just share it for, for your enjoyment. So how does that sound, Kieran? Sounds good to me. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I want to get to know you a little bit, Kieran. But before I do so, I wanted to ask you and anyone listening a question. Uh, remember, if you want to answer the question, you can always send us an email at hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk. My question is this. That's the one. There are two types of people in the church, Kieran. I don't know if you know that. Right. Sure. And the moment you find out, <laughs> <laughs> only two. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> Just two. And the moment you find out who is who is the moment that the pastor says, turn to your neighbor and say hello to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There's half of them who are very excited about that prospect, maybe not half, and half who are uh, nervous about that. And I think, you know, I'm not here to cast shade. I think that we should all endeavor to be the kind of people who who hear those words and go, yes. I am going to absolutely get to know my neighbor and it's going to be so awesome and not awkward at all. But I don't know, sure. maybe churches across the world are slightly different, but here in the UK where we're all socially awkward, that is definitely a nerve wracking moment for most people. My question definitely, is this, yeah, my question is this, what do you call that in your church? Do you have a name for that, for that time? Mm, good question. Well, it's, I don't think it has a specific name. Um, as far as I can remember, um, but the, whoever is up front and leading that segment will say words to the effect of, "While the, it's always while the children go out, because when the children go out, uh, you know, seventy-five percent of the population of the church leave. Uh, so it's there's, so there's quite a quite a ruckus, quite a commotion, yep. and um, and uh, and then someone up front will say, "Why don't why don't you turn to?" the person next to you or to someone who you haven't spoken to today or something like that. So, mm. And I would say it's always, um, at my current church, I've been there a couple of years now, mm. it's always a very pleasant experience. That's good. That's good. But, uh, but for me anyway, but it's definitely in the past had some super awkward moments at mm. other times. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think there's uh, a yeah. few different ways of doing it and it just depends on your personality. So, for example, <clears throat> let's imagine that we're in church together, Kieran, and this is, this is for me like 75% of the time what happens. So uh, I'm going to come up to you. You're, you're, I don't really know you very well. I'm like, uh, hey, how are you? Hey, hey man, how's it going? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's nice to see you. Uh, do you, are you normally, do you normally come to the 1030 service or are you normally an evening service person? I don't think I've seen you here before. Uh, yeah, no, I've been coming for uh, six years. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I guess I'm the new one. So uh, yeah, my name's Michael. Nice to meet you. Um, what do you do? Um, I am a, uh, statistical analyst. Oh, cool. Uh, I also was hoping that you might tell me your name. <laughs> uh, it's Kieran. Oh, what's, great. Uh, what's your name? Oh yeah. Uh, still Michael. It's nice. To, yeah. Great. Nice yeah. to meet you, Kieran. Uh, cool. Sorry, cool. I don't, oh, have, oh, a oh, very, I don't have a very good memory, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Oh, oh, the, the pastor, the, thank, thank the Lord. The pastor is bringing us back together. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cool, totally. Cool. Totally. Cool. So that's yeah. scenario number one. You snap back around to the front and never talk to that person again. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> add them to the list of people you can never speak to again because yeah. you just yeah. embarrassed yourself. <laughs> okay. And um, yeah. and here's scenario number two, which happens uh, maybe like, this is what my wife is terrified of and uh, happens maybe like 15% of the time. Uh, right. so, so here we go. Um, the pastor tells us to speak to each other and, uh, oh, uh, hi, um, my name is Michael. Uh, nice to meet you. Who? Are, what's your name? Hi, I'm Kieran. Oh, cool. Nice to meet you, Kieran. Um, what's your uh, What's your greatest fear in life? 
<laughs> wow, that's a very deep question, guy I just met. <laughs> well, you know, I get straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is what's always... your relationship with your dad like? Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you called your mother? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the fear, um, and it does it does actually happen. So. You know. Anyway, point. <laughs> the point of this is that I, the bit where we get to know each other is a little bit like what we call in the Church of England sharing the peace, which is um, when we do this kind of talking to each other. Some churches they just like let you talk, whatever. Some churches, because the Church of England is very broad, they might do a kind of give you words to say to somebody. You go around and you just shake the hand and you say that sentence and then you keep going. It just depends really mm. on the tradition. Um, and I was just wondering if you had a if your church had a cool name for it, because we might be able to borrow that cool name for this segment. But um, if they don't have a name, then we'll just have to come up with one ourselves, I guess. Well, Michael, here in Scotland, a piece is another another name for a sandwich. That's true. So that could be very <laughs> very confusing <laughs> potentially yeah. for us up here. Yeah, and in um, America, it's a gun, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> imagine. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, imagine sharing the piece at, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. You'll just pass around a gun. And go, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it's a, a nice gun. Yeah, cool. Okay. Pass it to the next person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, there's no, um, I don't think my church has a name for it. I feel like maybe some churches go the opposite direction with this and they, like, perhaps, I don't know if my church does this, but some churches perhaps consciously resist giving these things a name because mm, mm, yeah. they don't want to be like, they want to be like, hey, this is just, we're just doing life together. This yeah. is just all very natural. Yeah, we're just cool, kind chill. Of thing. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> they don't want to get too formulaic about it, because then there's always some people yeah. who are like, oh, we didn't share the piece this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. The pastor fair. gets an email at two o'clock. <laughs> yes, you didn't the share the piece ends. this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. as soon as the service ends. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's share the piece with each other until we find, think of a good name for this segment, Kieran. And uh, yeah, nice. let's. Um, what have you been up to? Have you got any uh, anecdotes or anything interesting that's happened to you this week? Oh man, what has happened to me? Uh, well, I am uh, getting married, as you know, mm. as some of our listeners, some of our listeners know, but others won't. Um, How exciting. And, and obviously we're in like, what are we in now? The fifth or sixth week of lockdown in the UK? Well, Kieran, funny you should um, ask because um, it's uh, Monday the 27th of, 27th of April as we record this, which is the start mm-hmm. of the sixth week of lockdown officially in the UK. We started on the yeah, 23rd yeah. of March. Yeah, so uh, obviously like trying to plan a wedding when you can't go and see any venues and stuff is a little bit tricky. Mm. And also... Um, we've been told that even once things open up again, there'll be a backlog because a lot of weddings will no doubt be moved to, you know, potentially next summer, which is when we're hoping to get married. So, yeah, it's a bit of a funny, funny old time, but it's been an interesting experience doing virtual tours of wedding venues. We've literally had, like, arranged to do a video chat with staff at these places. Oh, that's cool. And they just show you around, which is a nice idea. Um, and it's, you know... <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt you. Have any of them been super, super awkward? Like, have they been, like, really just unnaturally, like, really (laughs) really awkward on the video? I just hope that someone's been like, I don't really know how I'm doing this. Here's what the chair looks like. Uh." Yeah, yeah. Well, so far, mercifully, um, they've all been... They've they've been all right. I think Mm. the thing that's difficult is just the connection problems. As he gets, and, you know, the talking will just grind to... uh, and then it'll go really fast to catch up, and then you're, and then suddenly you've missed like you mm. know, uh, thirty seconds of talking. So there's things like that that are a little bit awkward, but um, on the whole, it works pretty well. That's cool. What a world we live in, eh? Virtually touring wedding mm. venues. Amazing. That's cool. How about you, man? Well, what have I been up to? Well, you know, most days feel the same, and everything blends into itself. Um, I live on site in a in a church building uh therefore i can still do lots of work so i've been still pretty busy doing lots of painting lots mm-hmm. of decorating lots of uh fixing of things in anticipation of church starting up again um but one thing i have been doing kieran is skipping yeah with a rope. skipping what yeah just skipping yeah. rope skipping ropes yeah um nice. 
as as listeners may have heard in a previous episode, uh, I am a circus acrobat also as well as a church person. And I love to learn new skills. It really entertains me. And uh, you have skip, like you can skip like normal and then you get like people who do like boxing skipping uh, where they like do fancy footwork and they do it really fast. But then you get freestyle skipping, Kieran. Which is like... Okay. I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah. Well, you haven't lived until you've heard of freestyle skipping. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, loads of different tricks and crosses and different things. And you, you you can even let go of one end of the rope and flip it around and catch it again. It's pretty epic um, if you see people who are really good at it. Obviously, I'm not. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I've just been learning some, some fun skipping tricks. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, anything to pass the time, really. Something our listeners won't know about you, Michael, is that when you take up a hobby, you learn all of it. <laughs> yeah. So every every possible permutation of of whatever sport or activity it is, you you uh, master it all. Yeah, I tend um, to go a little it, bit overboard. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, it was a good, you know, not a bad thing. I've always respected that about you, the way that you, uh, you know, uh, are very thorough with these things. <laughs> I and tend want to, yeah. to want to want to do want to achieve peak performance in everything that you do. I mean, that's a bad thing. Yeah, my wife calls it going full trainer. Um, <laughs> I so, like that. Yeah, I tell her like I, I said to her, "Oh yeah, I um, I did. I cleared. I tidied up the office today." And she goes, oh, "Did you give it a tidy, or did you go full trainer on the office?" <laughs> so, That's yeah, great. I tend to get very uh, like dialed into a task or dialed into a new thing, and just want to do it really, really thoroughly. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so I haven't quite gone full trainer on the skipping yet, but it's uh, it's a work in progress. Okay. Yeah, it's coming. Michael and Kieran. Michael and Kieran. Michael and Kieran. Michael and Kieran. Now, Michael, you'll remember last week that I was telling you about my fascination, my new fascination. With birds, and <laughs> <Is> the, well, <laughs> we I remember you making a jingle with about a thousand bird noises in it. If that's what you're talking about, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And we talked about um, falconry and me, the YouTube channel. Ah, of course, and, with the, with the crow, uh, and the raven, yeah, the, raven. The, the amazing talking raven, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how I just went down a rabbit hole in the last couple of weeks of watching just about every. Uh, bird video on YouTube, every talking bird video. Well, actually, on that note, Kieran, I have a Corvin anecdote today. Um, Well, over the weekend, we had some tree surgeons on site who are still able to work because they can stay away from each other. And uh, they Uh left a dog bowl uh, because they had a dog with them. Uh, And I saw a crow, a very big crow, bringing bread that it had found from somewhere and dropping it into the dog bowl to let it soften up and then, uh, like, pecking off bits of bread. It's pretty cool. Very clever birds. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, that is very clever. They're so smart. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I just love that there's so many, lots of corvids can talk. Like, I don't know if crows can, but like mm. even magpies, which are birds that you see all the time in yeah. Scotland, they love to hang out on motorways for some reason. I guess it's all the shiny stuff there. Who doesn't? But I hadn't, I had no, <laughs> I know I do, but I, I had no idea that magpies could talk until I watched a recent YouTube video. So yeah, I didn't I know that, was that very. Either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether they have to be sort of like hand-reared from birth or something in order for that to happen. I don't really know. No, no. I, um, I hear that wild uh, wild uh, magpies just have full-blown <laughs> conversations with each other, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> They're born with the innate ability to talk English. <laughs> they just perch on your window and are like, all right, mate. Yeah. I've been listening to you and now I can talk. <laughs> Excuse me, Magpie, do you speak English? I do now. <laughs> They're fast learners. <laughs> Very fast learners. Yeah. Of course, what I mean, what I mean is, like, do, okay. you think, do you think okay. they can... <laughs> Let's hear this, this will be good. <laughs> what I mean is, do you think, like, they can pick up words just from hanging about humans? Or do you think they have to, like, be raised with humans in order well, to have the ability? I'm going to go out on a limb here, Kieran, but I... <laughs> I would suggest <laughs> that they can probably only learn words if they hear it a, a large number of times. So it's more mm, likely that okay. if they're hand-reared, okay. they would speak. So do you think, you know, in Edgar Allan Poe's famous poem, mm. The Raven, mm. 
quoth the raven nevermore. Yeah. Do you think that raven was somebody's pet then and it escaped? I think that um, the protagonist in that poem was overcome with grief at the, the loss of his love Lenore and he was probably just tripping. Personally, right. so I don't I don't imagined, even, He imagined yeah. it. Yeah, I think, okay. it, I think it might even be like the specter of death, um, like personified, mm. you know? Because I, okay. I think he might even be suicidal in that poem. But I mean, I don't know. Mm. What, what do I know about these things? Well, more than me, that's for sure. But, uh, <laughs> but that's interesting, man. That's very, uh, that, I hadn't thought about that perspective. That's mm. deep. Yeah, totes. Totes deep. Just like our uh, dream interpretation from last week. <laughs> Um, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> as much as I'd love to continue waffling on about ravens, um, <laughs> I was hoping that you might uh, do some form of game. Yeah, so I've got a game for you, Michael. Sweet. I had this great idea after our bird segment last week. And so here, here is the game. The game is as follows. Now, okay. hopefully you've got the audio files there. Have you, you I get have, those? Okay. I have five audio files Gr- primed and ready that I have not listened to. Great, and they are numbered one to five, hopefully. They hopefully certainly are, yeah. Worked. Okay, good. So, <laughs> these, are, these are just very short audio clips, Michael, so don't mm-hmm. worry. And don't worry, listeners at home, this will all be over soon. Phew. Um, what, what I want you to do, here's, here's this week's fun, fun, fun game. I want you to listen to the audio clips, so we'll, we'll do them one at a time. And I want you to guess, is it a real bird? Or is it your old pal, Kieran? <laughs> Uh-oh. Is it a real recording of a bird? Or is it me making a noise? Cool. Okay. So that's, that's, the whole, that's the whole game. I love it. I love the sound of this, and I'm excited to play it. I'm going to put my headphones on. And okay. um, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to only play it once if it's obvious, and maybe twice, but no more than twice. Um, just because I don't want to, I don't want to oversaturate the audience with uh, with all of our clips. Um, sure. So, shall I start? Shall I start playing them, Kieran? Yeah, go for it. Let's just do. Let's do number one. Okay, and uh, see what you think. Here comes number one. Okay, so... <laughs> so, real birds or fake birds? <laughs> well, number one was um, loads of birds. Uh, <laughs> and it had lots of background noise in it and such. And uh, I don't want to suggest that you don't work hard, Kieran, but... <laughs> 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 the amount of time you would have had what? to take to uh, to come up with that on your own. You would have had to multi-track <laughs> it and like be far away from the mic and... I'm, so I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna guess that that's real birds, and if and if it's not, then you have seriously, uh, seriously impressed me. Well, um, you're absolutely right. It's oh, it's phew. it's real birds. I didn't make that. So oh, I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm not. I don't have to be impressed yet. That's that's a relief. <laughs> the rest um, are, are, are less uh, cacophonous than that one. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm excited to hear them. Shall I play number two? Yeah, go for number two. Okay, here's number two. Okay, okay. Um, that's a good one. Again, there's some background noise in that one, so... Um... We're thinking of the, the 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 bird in the foreground. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do I think? I, I that's either a real bird or it's you with like a swanny whistle. But because um, <laughs> I don't think I'm not sure that you'd be able to make that noise with your own vo- vocal cords. To be honest, I mean, I believe in you, but I'm just not sure. <laughs> and I, I feel like Thank that's quite God. a well-known, like sad, sad bird. Um, I listened to uh, the Simon the 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 Kermode and Mayo film review podcast, and someone emailed in to say that there was like this sad bird in a horror film that shouldn't have been there because it wasn't native to that country, and that that bird right. rings a bell. So um, okay, I'm gonna say that's a real bird. 
you're saying it's a real bird. Yeah, and it, again, if that's not a real bird, then I'm I will be mightily impressed. <laughs> well, uh, I hate to not impress you once again, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. That was oh, a real yes. bird. I'm so I'm it's so a loon. Excited. So I don't know if that is the bird that was referred to by the it's a what uh, sorry the podcast you listen to. It's a loon. A loon. Ah, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm two two for two, so I'm excited to yep. continue my awesome my awesome uh, streak going. Shall I play number three? Go for it. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh well, is that a bird, <laughs> or is it me? Well, Kieran, if someone was going to say to me. Make a convincing bird noise. I, th- <laughs> I think p- possibly the easiest one would be to go. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Michael, I don't want to alarm you, but I think there's a pigeon in your studio. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, it must have flown in through the window. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I think that that is you making a a, a wood pigeon type noise. Well, you're right. It was <laughs> oh, me. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. And so on. That's uncanny. Um, it sounds just like the recording of you. Well, well, well. Yeah. You're th- three for three, my friend. So how about we do the next one? Oh, here it comes. Okay. That's an interesting bird there. Sounds like a rocket taking off. Um, (laughs) The thing is, in that audio recording... The backdrop's quite noisy on that one. Yeah, I'm thinking like the background noise is so loud in comparison to the bird that uh, that if someone was actually trying to record that bird, like a Foley artist or whoever it is that does those things, then they would definitely be fired. So, <laughs> whereas I can't well, I, fire I can't you for really, badly um, mixing a, an audio track, so I'm going to guess that that's you as well. You're going to guess what, sorry? That that is you making that noise. You're guessing it's me? Yeah. Okay, well, you are absolutely right. Yeah. That was me. I tried to bury the poor impression of a bird slightly and underneath the ocean noise. Yeah, yeah. What what kind of bird were you trying to be there? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to whistle because oh, that's right. when I try to whistle, I sound like a bird that is maybe, uh, you know, not very well. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Uh, n- <laughs> I don't know how many of uh, our listeners will know this, Kieran, but you can't whistle. Is that is that right? That's true. I cannot whistle a tune. I remember you trying trying to I remember trying to teach you to whistle um, uh-huh. and uh, it wasn't it was not successful would you give us a little uh, rendition of your whistling just now sure here goes let I'm just warming up my lips yeah, yeah just warm them up <laughs> there you go <laughs> that sounds just like a bird that's all I can do Yay! Yeah. <laughs> hey, was that an owl? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, well, good job. Shall I play number five and see if I can do the clean sweep? Well, Michael, you've upstaged me at every turn. Well, maybe. But uh, this last one is a real stumper. <laughs> so right. uh, prepare yourself. I'm excited. Here we go. <laughs> oh, what have we become? <laughs> well, Kieran, I—that's definitely my favorite one so far, and it definitely comes out of nowhere, almost like it's exactly mm-hmm. right next to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and whilst it sounded exactly like a crow, uh, I'm still going to guess that it was you making that noise. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. Oh, amazing. Thank you. 
Thank you for the applause. Thank you for the accolades, everyone. Um, I imagine that no one else listening will have managed to guess all those correctly, so don't worry. No, you'll you'll. This is actually uh, this test is on the entrance exam for Mensa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And they don't just take any old person. <laughs> Well, Kieran, I have also made you some sounds this week. Um, and this is quite, I feel quite vulnerable because I don't know. I mean, I'm going to just let everyone know that Kieran is actually a legitimate musician, as uh, silly as some of his bird sounds sound. You know, he's, uh, he's like able to play multiple instruments. He does music as his job and has like recorded songs in that. Um, oh so, shucks yeah and good ones too not just like someone who records rubbish and no one listens to it like actual good stuff um, and I've never I've literally never sent you anything I've ever made musical musically like that's music true stuff. yeah this is a brand new this is a new um, a new threshold in our friendship yeah, absolutely you've never sent me a song you made I have never and um, and whilst I can ish play guitar and sort of sing a bit um, I'm not really a musician in the same way that you are. So uh, I feel quite nervous about playing, well, you playing my songs. Um, so that hopefully that's enough equivocation um, <laughs> before you listen to, the, uh, <laughs> listen to them. You're trying to l- lower the expectations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, mate, I am very much looking forward to this. I have been <laughs> all week. Well, I'm, so. I'm excited to, for you to hear them. So what I've done is I've made three <laughs> jingles-ish. They're kind of jingles slash uh, theme tunes for our podcast. Um, I think you've done a great job already on, on putting music onto the podcast, so thank you for that. But I just thought it might be nice to have some more to, to draw from. So I've made you three tracks. Um, they, I would say, are 99% Apple Loops. Um but, okay. but hopefully you'll enjoy enjoy something that I've made. So um, the first one I want you to listen to is uh, called 8-Bit Underwear. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, and, and it's not really a game. It's just <laughs> it's just uh, let me know your thoughts on, on what I've made for you. Yeah, totally. Well, I, I love the name to start with. Oh. So uh, it's a promising, promising start. Okay, shall I listen to this then? Please do. 8-Bit Underwear. Mate, that's very good. <laughs> what do you well think of done. that then? I really, I really like that. I am impressed. Well, thanks. It sounds, it sounds very good. Was this all Garage Band? Well, yeah, Garage Band with a little bit of tinkering and slicing okay. and changing of things. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, Garage. I mean, Mate. what a world we live in. You can just sit in Garage Band and basically make. I mean, yeah, it's it's <laughs> not amazing. It's all right, but. I, I was. I mean, I know that Garage Band has existed for a long time, and Apple Loops has been around forever. But it's literally the right. first time I sat down and made something with that. I was like, "This is so fun!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is fun, isn't it? It's quite addictive. Mm. Yeah, mate, I am. I am very impressed. Well done. I really like that, and mm. we should totally use that in the podcast. Oh, thanks so much. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't. It I sounds don't... very professional. <laughs> well, when you have no very when you have no hand in recording any of the instruments, like I didn't, uh, it's very easy to make it sound <laughs> professional. <laughs> um, so this next, so basically, they get a wee bit more specific to the podcast as we go along. Um, okay. So the next one I want you to listen to is vibrant nonsense. Holy, here Ha <laughs> 
That's really good. I like it. I love the, is that a Batman reference at the start? Yeah, absolutely. And then I uh, I love the, the, the countdown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you've got to have a countdown, very, It's a very nice, earnest voice that that woman has. <laughs> it's sort of like a very sort of like smooth, funky, jazzy track. Wow, and she sounds it. very earnest and yeah no it's good it's good and then what's your what's your voice at the end there let me play this again mm. well that's very just nice. uh that's just a, a one of those uh gospel singers there kieran um you know yeah. one of them there gospel, gospel singers, singers. <laughs> yeah i just paid <laughs> them one walking past yeah. the studio yeah just a shepherd's <laughs> crook i just pulled them into the studio and said could you just do a wee vocal run for me to end this uh this uh track for me yeah and they were yeah. very obliging so yeah that was uh, yeah yeah so yeah it's that's good, uh, well, it's good. very much yeah i mean i'm and not the, sure how entertaining this bit is but i'm having a good time so uh <laughs> well uh, me too <laughs> me too i like the i think the countdown is useful you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. um because that a brit has a nice sense of urgency and momentum great and it can be used you know to segue into lots of different things so yeah. we will totally use that great i mean i'm 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 very okay with you using none of these i just want to put it out there i had a good time making them but uh, <laughs> if they never if they're never heard again then then i won't be too sad but the last one um and this one is uh one that I'm particularly proud of, Kieran. So uh, be be kind. Uh, it's called <laughs> "Dirty Chill Break." Okay, nice. Five, Here we go. Four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Oh, we 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 have a lift off. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lift off. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I really like that, man. I am. I'm a particular fan of the 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 spoken bit in the middle. <laughs> the bit where it says "Holy half hour." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, it's Kieran, a bit, it sounds a bit sort of like "Holy off half hour." <laughs> yeah, some, some sort of like, yeah. Well, here's your challenge: is um, I don't want you to play it again, but <laughs> okay. if if you or anyone else out there can tell where the holy from the holy half hour in that in that uh, jingle comes from, like whose voice right. it is, then there's okay. a sp- there's a special brownie point for you. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we I think we should listen to it again because it is fantastic. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, if if you want, I mean, if you want to, I won't be sad. <laughs> well, little old me. <laughs> okay. So just dirty chill break one um, more time, but you've got to listen yeah, especially yeah. for who's yeah. saying holy. Okay. Well, you know, one thing I was going to say about it was mm. at the start, I thought like it was going to be like a Zager and Evans, like in the year twenty five twenty five kind of thing. I thought I thought that's what you were going for. There's so many key um, changes in that song. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> but no, let's let's hear it again. Cool. So you want to know? You want people to guess where the word "holy" has come from in this? Yeah. Although I'm happy just to tell you at the end. But if you have any guesses, okay. then, then let me know. Okay. Sure. Sure, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. The holy off hour. We, we, we have a liftoff. <laughs> nice man <laughs> nice i really really like that i think oh. that's great 
Oh, I'm so happy to have made something you genuinely like. That's uh, that's very that's touched me. Yeah, that's good, man. They're all good. They're all uh, good. I, I'm a fan of the names as well. Eight mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. bit underwear, vibrant <laughs> nonsense, dirty chill break. These are all very good. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna play the little voice bit one more time. Mm-hmm. Now, who is that? Who is that? Hmm, I'm going to play it again. <laughs> I don't think it's you're going to It's an American. It's an American. It's an American that we man. both like to listen to. Is it from, uh, is it uh, John Piper's mate in the Ask John Piper podcast? That's on, in, on Tony, the Desiring God to- podcast. That's a, that's a good uh, good guess. Tony Ranke, is that his it's name? It's not Tony Ranke, no. That is, I think that is his name, but that's not who it is. It is from um, someone who does a podcast, an American person. Is it, one of the, is it one of the guys on the Bible Project podcast? It is one of the guys on the Bible Project podcast. Uh, not, uh, not Tim Mackey, the other guy. No, it is Tim Mackey. Oh, it's Tim Mackey. Yeah, it's okay. Tim Mackey. There you go. It's our, it's a, it's a, it's family favorite Tim Mackey. We love Tim Mackey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise, I'm a fan of Tim Mackey. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you don't listen to the Bible Project cool, podcast, man. you should listen to that always. Mm, mm, definitely. And check out definitely. their YouTube channel. <clears throat> yeah. Well, thanks for listening to my redonkulous music, Kieran. That's really kind of you. Well, it's good, man. I think they're. I genuinely think those are excellent. And I think you, you, you've taken it in a good direction because all of my stuff so far has leaned very hard into being totally ridiculous. And obviously <laughs> yours were, you know, they were very funny too, but they were also like legitimate pieces of music. And well, that's helpful because we, we, we need some of those. <laughs> we desperately, <laughs> desperately need some of those. Let's not get carried away. I mean, I'm not sure they were legitimate pieces of music, but... Uh... <laughs> But something adjacent to a legitimate piece of music, at least. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Well, uh, yeah, great. I'm going to pause for edit here, too, and listen to probably one of your legitimate pieces of music while we transition to the next no, bit. No, we're definitely going to put one of yours in here. Well, Kieran, thanks for the uh, the fun games, and uh, it's time for me to pose you a question. Um, so, cool. what I've been thinking about this week, I was watching the news, as one does at the moment, all the time, every minute of every day, and um, I have an American wife, and therefore, I probably watch a bit more American news than other people do. And uh, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, who's been very much mm-hmm. uh, uh, big in the news because of how... Uh, how much he's been proactive in, in facing the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, said something that I really liked about um, the question of, like, when are they going to reopen New York? And he said that it's not... This isn't... I'm paraphrasing him, but he said something to, along the lines of, it's not that they're going to be reopening New York, it's that they're going to be reimagining New York. Which uh, I thought mm. was really... Really realistic. Um, I also quite um, like. I like the way he said reimagining it is kind of like this quite hopeful feeling to it. We're going to have a new yeah. normal until they come up with a vaccine. At least you know we're going to have to see what it looks like when when the lockdown eases. How we still keep our social distance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I guess I thought it'd be interesting to spend a couple of minutes just reimagining what church might look like um, as sure. we, as things ease you know what how are we going to meet together as christians so your thoughts on that i guess yeah i think it's a really interesting question i mean i my the first thing that comes to mind is i wonder how long it's actually going to be before we can even meet in anything bigger than a small group of people mm. in a location so you know in that sense i i wonder if you know, perhaps we might, in a, in however long, I don't know, a month's time, two months' time, get to the point of being able to sort of meet in community group-sized gatherings again, at which point we could do our community groups in real life. Well, in, in, in person, rather. In, <laughs> still in real life. Yeah. But in person rather than, uh, you know, over the internet. So 
in terms of like the the sort of machinery of church and how we operate, I would I wonder if it's sort of going to go in that direction, you know, and then perhaps further down the line we might get back to the point where we can um, all all meet together, you know, as as in one building. Because certainly the vibe I'm getting from following the news a bit in the UK and in Scotland specifically is that they're not going to rush to reopen things. Um, which seems like a wise um, course of action, or at least, you know, uh, we have to trust, don't we, that these guys are making the decision based on the best evidence available to them. Um, obviously, there are different approaches in different countries, but <laughs> uh, that's probably outside of the scope of this program. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, I, I wonder if we'll see maybe community groups first. And then I, I wonder with Sunday services, if perhaps, you know, once a few of us can gather together, maybe, maybe the Sunday service team will go into church and, and, may, and do the service from there, but broadcast it, you know, something like that. Maybe that's a, a way to go so that we can have worship and word and things all together being broadcast from the same place. Because um, I think one of the things with things as they are currently is that we've kind of lost the sort of. Well, I felt this certainly, you know, with with the Sunday. I, I pre-recorded worship on the Sunday, and it's it went over really well. But um, I also, you know, obviously it would be great to be able to sort of be more responsive to um, what the message that's preached that morning, and you know, any discussion that happens around that and that kind of thing. So yeah, so this is all a very long way of saying. <laughs> that I think, you know, as things gradually reopen, we, in terms of our church operations, will be able to sort of gradually expand what we do again. Yeah. Um, but it's going to take a long time, I think, or longer yeah. than, any, than any of us would like. And so I think that's where continuing to put an emphasis on communication and community and looking out for those people around us who... Uh, are maybe more vulnerable or who, you know, need somebody to check in on them now and again, whether that's over the phone or, you know, stopping outside their window or or in a, obviously in an appropriate way and in a socially distanced way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's, we're all, I think, probably getting a bit frustrated with things as they are, but I think this is a time to kind of dig deep and seek the Lord and, try to bear with it yeah. um, because things could be the way they are for quite a long time. And even after businesses reopen and maybe schools go back and that sort of thing, um, who knows how long some of these precautions around, you know, keeping a minimum distance from people and stuff like that will, will still be in effect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's really, I think that's very wise and astute that we will have absolutely a continued focus on connect groups and small groups or house groups or whatever you want to call them for the foreseeable future just like we probably most people are doing now meeting in smaller groups over zoom or whatever else um i think mm -hmm. that that's definitely going to be the first thing that that comes back like you say small groups are being allowed to meet i think you're again i think that's that's really wise about the idea of uh you know having the church team, as it were, whoever who's in ministry leaders, you know, maybe broadcasting in one space as well. Um, I can definitely see that happening. And I guess, obviously, it's a really, really broad question. There's the question of what does church, in inverted commas, on a Sunday look like? And what does we as the body of Christ, who are the church, look like? I mean, obviously, mm. we could talk mm. at great length at both those things. But one thing yeah. I was thinking about church on a Sunday and, and how the gathering of church works is um, I was thinking if we're, if we're, if we're still social distancing, but we're allowed to meet in certain numbers, enough people can come into the church and we're two meters apart, et cetera, et cetera. I could definitely see a world in which we get back to church in the round much more regularly for churches who are of the size and have the flexibility to be, to meet in the round, you know, the, Mm. worship leader in the middle, the pastor in the middle and everyone else in a circle because I think there's going to be a, a need I just in my mind being two meters apart and sitting in rows everyone looking at the backs of each other's heads will only exacerbate that feeling of kind of separation 
Whereas if you're、mm. all in a circle, and yeah, you're two meters apart, but you're staggered, and and you can like see the everyone else in the congregation around you, I think that could be a really uplifting feeling of of just being together.、Um, I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think churches that might have a bit more space. For example, in our church, we have gallery space, which isn't really used because we're not at the size at the moment where we need to use that space. And the reason we don't is because you can't really see the stage from the gallery. But if we were meeting in the round in the center of the room, then actually、mm. we'd be able to use all that space. We'd be able to social distance a bit more, but we'd also be able to see each other and see each other's faces and feel more like a family. Yeah, so yeah. I can definitely see potentially a, a, a time in which potential things like just messing around with the seating. Thinking about how we see each other could be a really positive way of of still feeling connected.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like that sort of、um, yeah, being able to see each other and just reinforcing that kind of sense of community and because、mm. yeah, I can imagine if you're social distancing and you're sitting in traditional rows, then people are at the back and they're kind of feel like they're miles from anybody and yeah, yeah, perhaps in a way. That heightens the sense of isolation.、Hmm. Hmm. So to have a sort of setup where you can feel like you are, you know, sort of surrounded by other people in a supportive way,、hmm. I think is a really good idea. Yeah, but I definitely see a world in which we're in church with、uh, face masks on, and the welcoming team are. I don't know. Coming up with some kind of new <laughs> way to welcome other than shaking hands, and、uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's okay. Like it's a new normal. We have to be able to be all things to all people, and and at this moment, whenever, if we are allowed back together in the near future or in the distant、mm. future, then、uh, we have to work out ways in which that works. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. totally. And I suppose the question of the wider church, I don't think.、Uh, I don't think it would be anyone surprised to just thinking, you know, now more than ever, and in the future more than ever, we will need to be mobilizing the body of Christ to love and to provide and and care for the needs of our nations because there is going to be more need than ever before. Not that there was a shortage of need beforehand, but a more visible and and uh, uh, immediate need. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, as I think we discussed on it on our first show,、um, this isolation、um, makes things harder. Not just in terms of meeting practical needs, like you know, making sure that people have an income and food and that sort of thing,、mm. um, but the emotional needs and the loneliness as well. You know,、mm. um, and that's going to be yeah.、Uh, without without wishing to be too sort of、uh, doomsday about it, I、mm. I do wonder what the fallout is going to be. In the months and years that follow this, in terms、mm. of、um, relationships and loneliness, and even trauma, you know, associated with just this isolation and with people losing loved ones but not being able to see them and、mm. uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know,、um, it's、yeah. uh, for many. It's been an、uh, an awful time,、um, but for all of us, you know,、uh, we all, on some level,、uh, are making sacrifices. In order to get through this together as a society, so I think the emotional impact of this is something we'll feel for a long time, and that's where I think the church has a really key role in just loving people and bringing hope to people and the hope of Jesus and the gospel. You know, absolutely.、Um, yeah, absolutely. So thinking about it, then we've got、uh, to find out new practical ways of meeting together.、Um, With a continued, probably emphasis on connecting in smaller groups, we've got to think about how、mm. we love our neighbors,、uh, our congregations, our communities, our nations, and provide for their physical and practical needs, but also provide for their emotional, spiritual, pastoral needs because it, the world is hurting, right? Yeah,、um, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think that I want to end the conversation, as it were, on a kind of positive note that. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about that, not reopening but reimagining.、Um, I was reading、yeah. through very famous Acts two forty two when it talks about the fellowship of the believers, the first early church. And I just wanted to read it out and and just take a take a moment. It says、uh, this in the ESV English Standard Version, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship. 
to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together, and all things, and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings, and distributing their proceeds to all as they had need. And day by day, by attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Um, mm. I just think that it's really encouraging to think there was no accepted format for being in fellowship with believers at the time that they did these things. And going through mm. this list of things, there's not really that many that we can't do. Depending on your, the theology of your church, um, where whichever church you go to, breaking of bread might be something that you can't do currently, depending on, on theology. But uh, devoting yourself to teaching, fellowship, prayers, um, you know, mm. sharing things in common, making sure we we that those who are in need have or their needs taken care of. Um, you know, meeting together in homes, even meeting together in the temple, even not physically, but we're we're so blessed that these days we can still, in one way or another, meet together. So we can Absolutely. do all these things, and and it's and not that we have to necessarily use that as a template, but it's a pretty good one. Um, so you know, it's it's encouraging. We will need to find a new mm. way forward, but there will be a way forward, and we don't actually. There's nothing that's off the table in terms of the early church and the way they met together. And you never know, we might get closer to what the, the early church looked like. We might get closer to what the first Christians did in this renewed uh, focus in meeting together wherever we can. Mm. Mm. I think it's a really interesting point. I think in that sense, you know, as you've, you've kind of said, the early church, they sort of went out into the world, uh, you know, with with no roadmap in a sense, you know, without the um, uh, centuries even of, of church history that we have, that our traditions are built upon and all of that. Um, they went out and were pioneering something in a sense, you know. Um, and I believe that we can still do that in this day. Um, but in a sense, you know, there's a kind of um, a starting over here. In in terms of it, just for everyone, in terms of how we approach society and how we relate to one another, um, and in the midst of that kind of paradigm shift, I do think you're right. There's this wonderful opportunity for the church to model a way of relating to, and caring for, and loving each other. Um, that is going to have a profound impact. Yeah, absolutely. and of course. God's people as they love him and serve him and love and serve others are having a profound impact all over the world and always have been. Um, but there's a, there's a new opportunity here, I think, in this season, as much as this has been a very dark time in so many ways. Mm. Um, I think there's a new opportunity for the church to, um, to help to shape what community and what love looks like in our society in perhaps a fresh way. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, thanks so much for your thoughts on that, Kieran. I really appreciate it. And I think it's a really uh, important question that we need to be asking ourselves and praying about as well. Sure. So... We are here at the final part of the podcast today, Kieran. We are gonna. I'm gonna ask you if you have anything uh, you would like to share, anything encouraging, or anything you've been consuming that you've just been really enjoying and it's been, yeah, good for you during this difficult time, and might be good for our listeners. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, I I don't think I've shared this before. <laughs> Hopefully not. I've been really um, enjoying. Tim Keller's book, My Rock, My Refuge. Uh, the uh, it's a devotional series in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. You do a a Psalm or a section of a Psalm every day, um, and I've just found it hugely uh, encouraging, just in terms of um, being able to. Because I've I've struggled a bit in this season with um, maintaining some disciplines, you know. Uh, it can be. I think it can be a challenge at, 
at times like this to uh, to maintain that time in the word and that sort of thing. Mm. So I found it really just uh, very beneficial um, using this devotional series from from Tim Keller. Uh, I actually got the audiobook version, um, mm. and it's great because it's. I, I quite like to something I've got back into in in this lockdown season is kind of prayer walks, and I used to take a lot more time just to walk and to reflect and to pray. I'm just trying to build that back into my life a little bit um, in this season, um, and that's been really wonderful. Um, so I, I highly recommend that book, My Rock, My Refuge. I think it has a different name in America. It's maybe called The Songs of Jesus, if you happen to be listening in in the US or, or elsewhere. Um, but it's his devotional series in the Psalms, and it's very, very good. That's great. Yeah, you. Um, when we talked last week about how we keep our devotional lives healthy during the lockdown, you were you mentioned that book. So, and you said you'd only really just gotten started on it. So you've been, mm. it's it's been um, it's been helping you to keep up with that. Then it's been a success so far. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. It's it's certain it certainly helped. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Excellent. That's great. Well, I also have something audiobook based to share with you, Kieran. Um, sure. I spoke to my wife today and said, hey, wife, have you got anything you might like to uh, share with the, the many, many listeners out there who, um, anything to encourage them with? And she said, cool. she's been really into her audiobooks. But one thing that I thought was really cool was my wife is very classy and cultured, much more she so is. than I. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she listens. She she reads a lot of classic literature. I try to do as well, but I like to change up between fantasy fiction and classic literature because I I love my nerdy mm. stuff. Um, sure. But she found a app, a free audiobook app, with you, and you can listen to all of the recordings for free because they are books which are in public domain because they're like classics. Their copyright ah. is expired, so anyone can record an audiobook. Um, so, yeah, she recommends this app called LibriVox, which is L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X, which uh, enables you to listen to free audiobooks of uh, classic literature, which I think is pretty cool at this time. You know, not everyone has more money to drop on more streaming services. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it might be encouraging for some people who are looking for a bit more culture in their lives. LibriVox. LibriVox. If I don't mean that's how I'm guessing you say it, but yeah, it's L I B R I V O X. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that's a v- very cool idea. Um, I'll have to check that out. Well, if there's something that's been encouraging you listeners, then we would love to hear from you. You can email us. The address is hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk. So we'd love to hear from you if uh, you have something. Maybe you'd like to uh, encourage, maybe you'd like to share something to uh, encourage others at this time. So please do get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. We're always looking for new and entertaining ways to spend our time. And if it's good, we'll share it for sure. Um, But if it's rubbish, we won't. So, you know, only send us good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kieran, I've had a lot of fun today. Thank you so much for all of your thoughts and uh, all of your amazing hard work on your bird noises. (laughs) (laughs) Likewise, man. Uh, Fantastic jingles this week. And um, really enjoyed that discussion as well at the end. So thanks for bringing your, your thoughts on that. Really yeah, appreciate definitely it. some food for thought. Um, we look forward to hearing from any listeners out there who want to share, you know, things that are positive that they want to share or thoughts on the subject we've talked about or uh, anything else you want to let us know. Um, and we would love to potentially be able to share some of those things with other listeners in future episodes. So do not be afraid to email one more time. That's hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. Well, that's all we've got time for this week, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Michael, for for being our gracious host. Pleasure as always. And this is a weekly podcast, folks, so we will see you next week. But Kieran, before you go, when, Mm -hmm. when, when will the new podcasts become available? Well, that's a great question, Michael. (laughs) I mean, you say it's a weekly podcast, but when will it be in my podcast feed? Thank you, Mr. Producer. Well, 
I th- we're, it's going to be Mondays. <laughs> Great. Mondays it is. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited I've to download myself decided. every Monday. <laughs> I've just decided it's Mondays. Well, because this podcast, sorry, this podcast, because our first podcast has been up now only for a couple of days. I don't need to say this next bit. Mondays. No. <laughs> <laughs> so do do subscribe, folks, if you haven't subscribed already. Uh, if you are enjoying the show, please uh, leave us a little review or even a few stars if you can spare them, uh, because it all makes a difference. And yeah. uh, yes, you will you will hear from us if you do subscribe. You will hear from us every week. What a, what a treat for you! Amazing. Thanks so much, Kieran. I'll see you next Monday. Cheers, Michael. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Sweet. Woohoo!